Peace and prosperity is my first salute to you. I'm Merton Clark, and welcome to the Word of Truth Revealed podcast. It is my desire to build you up to increase your spiritual stamina and tenacity, to empower effectiveness and help you discover your purpose. Enjoy this vibrant and dynamic message. But a lot of people from my neighborhood have been living with these kind of things for years. There's nothing new. They're constantly, constantly, constantly working and trying to make ends meet. Some people that I know work two or three jobs and have been doing it for years, constantly, constantly trying to make ends meet, getting up early in the morning and going to bed late just to make ends meet. And as a pastor, I've been able to see uh, those, uh, especially single mothers uh, who uh, make it happen themselves. They go to work and make sure they take care of the kids. They have to, uh, rob, rob, I hate to say it this way, rob Peter to pay Paul. But they do what they need to do and support the work of God all the way through. There are single fathers who are doing the same thing. And then there are married folk who are building strong families during hard times. And, uh, and I've had a chance over the last 25 years to pastor people like that all, of all walks of life, of, 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 of all walks of life who are doing major things, and I'm very proud of the people of God using their faith to overcome all obstacles. Hope is so important because hope is an element of your faith. Uh, the Bible says one of the definitions of faith is seen in uh, uh, Hebrews chapter 11. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And, uh, and life has a way of really testing your hope. I also added a definition that hope is the helium in the balloon of your faith. If your faith is a balloon, hope is the helium which causes the faith to rise above the circumstance. It will lift it up. If you want your faith to remain buoyant, you need to make sure, if you want your faith to remain buoyant, you need to make sure that you have some helium in your faith. You need to have some hope that keeps it buoyant, keeps it floating. In the New Testament, the word is expectancy, expectation of good. And that's really the definition of hope, the expectation of good. This original word denotes a joyful expectation. It is not a sad expectation, but a joyful expectation. You're expecting things while keeping a smile on your face. And I know you're going to say, how can I smile during times like this? You can smile during times like this. Your hope can make you smile. Glory to God. Your hope, can make, your hope can make you dance. Your hope, like the dancers were dancing. Hope makes you dance. Hope makes me preach. I preach in hope. If I only preached the circumstance, I wouldn't be able to preach. But the Lord just really blessed me. I saw something in the 25th year of Ezekiel's imprisonment. The Bible said in the 25th year that God took him there. He took him from Babylon in his spirit and gave him a vision of Israel shifting and changing after they came out of captivity. And in the midst of all of this, God has taken me there to be able to look beyond what's going on in the natural and see some great things. You know, on the 4th, the 2nd of February of this year, the Lord really spoke to my heart and told me that he uh, is leaving markers, that this time, the last days that we're living in, are leaving markers, leaving markers in the earth that no one can deny. Glory to God. And, uh, and I begin to share with our church that we are living in the last days. 
Uh, and I didn't really see or foresee nothing like we're seeing here today, but I spoke based on what I believe the Spirit so said to me, that his kingdom is going to expand into new territories and that demonic spirits are activated even now. The spirit of the enemy knows that God is about to do something with his people. And so the Bible says that the cloud, the dust of God's feet or the cloud the dust of God's feet are the clouds in the air. And so when God is moving, you'll see cloud activity, all right? And so the enemy can see the move of God based on the atmosphere and the pressure there. And so they raise the price. They raise the price in the lives of God's people because he knows that God is about to invade this world. Glory to God. And so what happens is the enemy tries to get all of the people of God to doubt God, to see, to, to doubt that God can, can, can bring us out, give us a lot of bad news for several weeks. And then what we do is start worshiping and praising God. But I like the praise team this morning. They said, I will not be silent. I will always, glory to God, I will always worship you. I'll worship you when I feel good. I'm going to worship you when I feel bad. I'm going to worship you when it's dismal out there. I'm going to worship you when I'm on the mountaintop. Right now we're in the valley and they're prognosticating. They're telling us that this is the next two weeks is going to get real tight. But I'm going to still worship you. I'm going to still praise you. I'm going to still give you all the glory and the honor. And I'm going to smile. And that's why expectation if it's true expectation it has to have a smile to go along with it. It has to have a joy, a joyful expectation expectation of eternal life. And when you can't draw on anything else, start drawing on the fact that you will live with Jesus forever. Amen. Glory to God. I'm going to live for him forever. And a lot of times on this earth, we start tying down. Have you forgotten that we're not, we're not, we're just pilgrims passing through this world. This is not our resting place. That which is flesh is flesh, but that which is spirit is spirit. And so every time God blesses me with something in the natural, I always give it back to him because I know I'm only borrowing it for a while. There is something that he's prepared for me in the heavens that's eternal. And my expectation is tied into what God has for me. And I want you to do that. It'll keep your hope pure. It'll keep your hope pure. It is not just about making end meet, ends meet or we're coming out of this storm after a while, but I actually project my hope into my eternal existence that I'm going to live with Jesus. My mama has already gone there. Some of my loved ones have gone there. Valencia has already crossed over, but I thank you, God, that she's safe in the arms of Jesus. And I, because she's safe and I know she's safe, it helps me to have a joyful expectation. Glory to God. We're not walking around with a gloomy glory to God and a gloomy hallelujah, but it's effervescent. It's hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you. Glory to God. That's why when, he, when we, when we uh, accept this new group of people that's getting saved, some of us got our little church dance that we learned over the years. We got a little church dance that we learn. You go to any place in America, you can do your little church dance and do it real and turn around and all of that. But the boys coming out the club now, when they come into the kingdom, they're going to be dancing like this. And y'all ain't ready because you're still religious. And I want you to know, it ain't about how they dance, just as long as they're dancing to Jesus. Glory to God. Hope, hope, put it in the future. 
Send your praise out, but hope in the future, glory to God. Something good, something great is coming to me, glory to God. And when I can't tap into present joy, I put my joy in eternal life. Because God, but because of God's manifestation uh, in salvation through Jesus Christ has already come, we can put our hope in him. Palm Sunday, right? This is the Sunday where they wave the palms as Jesus came in on the back of a donkey entering into the city, a joyful, triumphant, a triumphant ride into the city. Same people that were saying hallelujah and hosanna to the highest. A week later, they was ready to kill him, crucify him. So what we do on Palm Sunday, and a lot of people, this is what uh, I think it was Florida today, asked me, what are we going to do on Palm Sunday? Are we going to wave some palms? I said, no, I want our people to take care of their families. I want you to think about your family. Wave the palm over your family. Right now, the, 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 right now, everybody is asked to go home. Why would, that be, why would that be a charge right now to go home, to stay home, to stay safe, and to stay connected? Why is that such a powerful charge? You know why? Because God wants us to focus on the home. And on Palm Sunday, focus on your house. You've been taking care of everybody else. Lydia! Lydia! A seller of purple. A seller of purple means she was a seamstress. She always made sure everybody was wearing royal robes and everything, but the scripture never said she wore the purple that she sold. And a lot of times we can be so comfortable with blessing everybody else and making sure everybody else has what they need, and we neglect to do the things we need to do in our own homes to make sure it's secure. Right now, we need to focus on the house, focus on the family. Focus on your family. Don't peek out the window trying to see what time they got home. Next door. I got enough stuff to worry about myself. I don't need to worry about what's going on with you. I got children myself and I want God to cover them. And it's okay right now to focus, to wave your palm in the name of Jesus over your family. Faith says, I believe. I trust in and rely on God's word. Hope says, I'm expecting something good to come to me as a result of my belief in God. Let me say it again. Faith says, I trust and rely on God and his word. But hope says, I am expecting something good to come to me as a result of my belief. I trust and reliance on God's word. So faith has its purpose, but hope says I'm expecting something good to have happen to me. And I want to just encourage you to begin to expect it. Don't be shocked when it happens. Say, I'm expecting it. That's what you need to say. It. Please write it in the little, if you're on Facebook Live, I want you to write it. I'm expecting good things to happen. I'm expecting God to turn it around. I'm expecting God to do something even when it doesn't seem like the season is right. I'm expecting God to turn things forward. Glory to God. The Lord spoke to me this morning and told me to tell the church, even now he's turning things. Glory to God. I know it's hard to see, but remember, Ezekiel, in his 25th year of imprisonment, he, the Bible says God took him there. What do you mean he took him there? He, he, he caused him to see a vision that he couldn't see while in the prison, but he, he, the Spirit of God took him in, in vision form and let him land in Israel. He took him there, and he saw something futuristic. Glory to God. And I want you to know God has taken us there. 
I don't care what's happening. It could be going on right now, but don't just look at what's happening and let fear lock you in. God wants to take you to another place, another dimension that he's preparing for you right now. He's turning the circumstances right now. He's shifting people that tried to hurt you and tried to stop you out of the way. He's shifting people that didn't want you to succeed anyway, and he's putting the right people in place when this thing's lived. They're going to be standing right there, ushering you in to the next dimension that God would have you to be in. Glory to God. God is not reacting to what's happening here in the world. God knew it would happen from the foundation of the world. And God has not forsaken his people. God is pushing us into another dimension. Glory to God. And so hope, hopes, three dimensions. Hope has three dimensions that I want to share with you. Glory to God. In the Old Testament, hope is expressed by several different words. Glory to God. One of them is safety, security, and trust. Glory to God. My heart is glad. My heart is glad. My heart is glad. My heart is glad. In the book of Luke, it also talks about hope. It says this in the book of Luke, chapter 10 and verse 21. And at that time, Jesus, full of joy through the Holy Spirit, he was full of joy through the Holy Spirit. I just don't know why I know why we wouldn't want the Holy Ghost this time at this time. Because even when you don't have joy, the joy of the Lord, the joy of the Spirit is my hope. Glory to God. And the Bible says, this is right here. At that time, Jesus, full of joy through the Holy Spirit, said, I praise you, Father, Lord God of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and learned and have revealed them to little children. Yes, Lord, for this was your good pleasure. Verse 22, all things have been committed to me, my father, by my father, and no one knows who the son is except the father, and no one knows who the father is except the son and those to whom the son chooses to reveal him. Glory to God. So there's a relationship with the Father and the Son, and the Son can choose to reveal the Father to anyone he wills. And so that expectation, the reason why I get with Jesus, because at any moment, Jesus can take the scales off of our eyes and reveal another dimension of the Father to us. Expectation starts with an understanding of the purpose, the power, and the privilege of a, uh, afforded to us through the resurrection of our Lord. This is why we need to have expectation. It starts with an understanding of God's purpose, his power, and privilege afforded to us through the resurrection of our Lord. Also, you need to see that the Spirit of God keeps hope fresh and alive. And when you don't have hope, when despair is trying to eat away your hope, the Spirit of God, one of the things the Spirit does during the, those moments, if you learn to commune with the Holy Spirit, he keeps hope fresh and alive. Amen. I have a lot of bad news. Uh, got some news of some people that, that, that I'm familiar with. They're going on to be with the Lord. It happened this week. Glory to God. Some people that are close to me lost some loved ones this week. Glory to God. Last week uh, with this coronavirus, and if it don't touch your, your house, you sit back and say, well, it didn't hit my house, so God it must be having mercy. But let me tell you something. If it hits anybody's house, it should disturb us. 
Glory to God. But even when you lose someone, you need to understand the spirit of God keeps hope fresh and alive. I may not have anything to rejoice uh, from but what, uh, or in, but the spirit helps me. Glory to God. The spirit pushes it out and helps me to give God his due praise. Write it down. Hope is futuristic. It's never about the moment. It's futuristic. God allows us to tap into a future glory. So right now, start projecting it. God, something good is going to happen. Glory to God. Despair says nothing can happen. Cast down says nothing can happen. Perplex says nothing can happen. But hope says something good is going to happen in my future. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. So the three dimensions of hope I shared them with you. Expecting starts with understanding the spirit of God keeps hope alive and fresh and hope is futuristic. But there's a passage of scripture that really touches me. It says, my glory rejoices. Acts chapter 2 and verse 25, David said about him, I saw the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices. My body also will live in hope. My body also will live in hope. Here David uh, talks about, prophesies of the son of David, which is Jesus Christ and his future kingdom. Glory to God. And God has brought Jesus to sit on his right side and there's a futuristic hope. There's a, a, a glory that rejoices in hope. Glory to God. And so I'm rejoicing even in the glory that's coming to the church. I decree and declare that the latter house will be greater than the former house. Whatever you experienced before this thing hit, whatever you experienced before this stuff came about, I'm here to tell you that your end will be greater. Glory to God. I'm expecting. There's something God is forming. I can feel it in my soul. He's going to make prices right. The price is right. Right here. The price is right. The price is right. The building was too much before this. But after this, the price is right. Glory to God. Your, your idea, it cost too much before this. But after this, the price is right. Amen. Glory to God. And it is so in the name of the Lord Jesus. God is making some stuff. God is shifting some things, man. I can see it in my soul. It's going to shift, glory to God, like you've never seen before. Glory, if you could just keep your hope alive. Let me help you. Get it off the floor. I used to preach it when I was a few years ago. Keep the glory off the floor. Keep the glory. Get your hope off the floor. It has to be above your head. <laughs> glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Don't let it plummet. Don't let it plummet. You got to keep it up. Lift it up. Hallelujah. Lift up your eyes beyond the hills from which comes your help. For your help comes from the Lord. Glory to God. My flesh also, not only, not only does my glory rejoice, but my flesh also shall rest in hope. When the enemy comes against your body, you can send that body to the word of God. Job chapter 14. This is what Job said in verse 14. If, my, if a man dies, will he live again? All the days of my hard service, I will wait for my renewal, for my change to come. Look at verse 15. You will call and I will answer. You will, you will long for the creature your hands have made. 
Glory to God. And so there's a, my flesh also rests in the hope of God. Hallelujah. That even if the enemy attacks this body, this is not the end. This is just the shell that's holding me. God wants me to understand that the natural must put on supernatural. The mortal must put on immortality anyway. Glory to God. So we're not putting confidence in this anyway. Our confidence is in the Lord. Amen. Glory, hallelujah. Job 19 and 26, I like it. And after my skin has been destroyed, yet in my flesh I will see God. Hallelujah. It's right there in the text. After my skin, there could be a virus hitting my skin, but after it's destroyed, in this same flesh, I will see God. It's about how you believe. Where is your hope? Don't let the enemy tell you you're not going to make it. You need to understand, even if something touches my flesh, in my flesh, I will still see the Lord. Glory to God. Thank you, God. Verse 27, I myself will see him with my own eyes. I and not another. How my heart yearns within me. Look at the hope in this man. He says, listen, I know the enemy touched my flesh, but in my heart, with my own eyes, I will see the Lord. And this is not after I die. God is going to turn my circumstance around while I'm in this flesh. Glory to God. And I really believe if you can believe it, God can help you to achieve it. But there's a lot of people that are losing their confidence. And some of us need to turn off MSNBC, turn off CNN, turn off Headline News, turn off Bloomberg, turn off Fox News, turn it off and start getting the word of God in you. Because you're listening at the news so much so you've stopped hoping in God. Glory to God. But I want to stir you in the 25th year of the reign of this great ministry as a gatekeeper to this wonderful community. I just want to stand and deputize all of us to have hope in God. You don't have to let the enemy uh, cause your despair to rise and your hope plummet. You can let despair plummet and hope rise in Jesus Christ. Amen. Glory to God. In the King James, hope is used in the sense of refuge and shelter one of my favorite passages is out of psalm 46 god is my refuge and my strength glory to god another expression denotes something like waiting for waiting for waiting with expectation even when you wait you're not supposed to recline in god Amen. you ever see some people come to church and act like they're at home just just like this when they're in church that's no expectancy at all. You need to make sure when you sit, even then, when you sit, if you go on the job or wherever, even in your house, anytime the word of God is going for, you want to make sure you're sitting ready to respond. Amen. There's an attentiveness, glory to God, that God watch. God reads body language. So do people. Brothers, women read body language too. You can say, I love you, baby. I love you, baby. I really love you. You mean a lot to me. You can't tell. You can't tell. Amen. Huh? Don't I pay the bills? Anybody can take your woman if you're doing that kind of foolishness. Amen. If you love her, you need to sit with expectation. I love you. I love you. She needs to be able to see that there's a sparkle in you. Amen. Glory to God. I'm preaching better than y'all saying it, man. I thought the ladies would say, he's preaching now. He, he, he really preaching now. 
Nobody want a dead sausage. Nobody wants somebody hanging around, just hanging around, looking crazy. People want living sacrifices. Come on, I'm preaching now. Glory to God. Nobody want a lady that never gets excited, always laid back, cool all the time, talking about what she went through. People want to see some excitement. Glory to God. Men like that. They like the excitement. I believe something good is going to happen. I know we're going down, some stuff is wrong, but I believe God is going to bring us out. That's what you need to be saying in your homes, glory to God. God is going to bring us out. God will never leave his people. I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed. Beg for bread. Come on, somebody. You need to know I'm preaching. The word of God is real. It was real then. It's real now. And it will be real tomorrow. Glory to God. I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about anything. My eyes have seen the coming of the Lord. Come on, Martin Luther King. We just experienced his assassination. I think it was on the fourth. Glory to God. Remember his words. My eyes have seen hope the coming of the Lord. Glory to God. The fount, uh, fountainhead of hope is the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord. And if Jesus came out of the grave, the scripture says this, that the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, which means you have resurrection power in you. And I'm going to talk about resurrection power for your family, resurrection power for your finances, and resurrection power for your, uh, uh, for your faith. So you want to make sure that you have that resurrection power in you. Glory to God. Christ in you. This is Colossians chapter 1 and verse 27. Christ in you. Colossians chapter 1 and verse 27. Christ in you is called what? The hope of glory. Christ in you is called the hope. So no one as a believer that have Jesus in them should really walk around with total despair. Because if he's in you, he's called the hope, the expectancy of glory. Glory is coming to me. It has to if he's inside of me. He will never leave me. He will never forsake me. He'll snatch me out of the fire. Glory to God. Now, as we follow guidelines and do what we're supposed to do, thank you. Somebody brought me a mask today. I appreciate that. Glory to God. Never thought I'd say I appreciate mask in a church. We're supposed to take off masks, right? Laying aside all guile, hypocrisy. Hypocrisy, that's what's called masks and all evil speaking. But right now, we're wearing masks. Glory to God. I just want you to see the parallels. Amen. The parallels. Mask and hypocrisy. This is what God wants us to rid. Save your life, but let go of the hypocrisy. Save your life, but desire the sincere milk of the word. Save your life, but let hope rise above the circumstance. Because Jesus is called the hope of glory. That's who he is on the inside of me. Glory to God. When I have to pivot because the enemy hit me so hard I didn't see that coming, I still remember that there's hope inside of me. Glory to God. It keeps me moving forward. Get any bad news this week? Remember the hope of glory. Things seem to be uh, uh, setting back. You don't know how it's going to work. Remember the hope of glory. Be proactive. Choose to give God the glory, the praise, and the honor first, and he will honor you. The peace, the joy, the hope that comes packaged together 
with our faith might be supposed might be supposed unable to stand against the fact that we face concerning these present times. It seems like faith, hope, and love can't adequately fight against these present times. But believe me, there's power in faith, there's power in hope, and there's power in love. Glory to God. Paul the Apostle says this, our tribulation tends to produce, to confirm, authenticate, validate, collaborate, substantiate our hope. This is a tough saying that I'm saying to you right now. Paul said, on the contrary, not that the enemy is greater. Paul said, your tribulations tend to confirm authenticate, validate, collaborate, substantiate your hope. Tribulation works patience. Amen. Now I want you to think about that. So what God, this is how God produces a greater hope in him. He allows us to go through dark tunnels when you can't see your way. But the tribulation tends to work it substantiates and collaborates and confirms your hope in God. How would you know that you have hope if you didn't go through an issue? So he takes the church. I took you. This is what he told Moses. Tell them that I took them through the wilderness 40 years. Glory to God. Let them hunger and go through thirst and go through setbacks. Marabah. Go through the biting of the serpents. They had to go through the Red Sea. I, I fed them. I let water come out of a rock. I gave them sustenance through unexpected places to teach them one lesson. That man should not live by stock markets and what's going on with the internet and what's happening with big business. But man should live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God and he's bringing all of us back to that knowledge all of us have to come back to Jesus I know we can get lost and start looking at what we have but the church should already know that if not for God we would not be anything glory to God the world doesn't know it yet they're getting that knowledge but we know it and tribulation works patience patience experience and experience works out hope and the scripture says your hope will not disappoint you Amen. so I just decree and declare that there's no disappointment there is no disappointment even if you get a bad news or a notice there is no disappointment in hope hope helps you rise above it because God is obligated to take care of his people I don't know how I'm not really concerned about the method I just know the man and you don't need to worry about methods when you know the man. The man can work it out for you. Glory to God. If you had a situation going on and you knew the man and the man had the power to set you free, don't worry about all of that. Go to the man. Glory to God. And that man can turn a key and let things unlock for you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I locked my keys up in the car. I was crying. I thought the Lord was coming to get me because I disobeyed him as a teenager. I was crying, crying, but I knew a man. His name was Enoch. I guess he was walking with God. And he took a clothes hanger and he popped my lock and got my keys out. So all of that anxiety that I had vanished away. 
because Enoch showed up. And there's some people, if you knew them, they can open up doors for you. You're about one handshake. Don't shake hands now, social distancing. Wave at them. You're about one wave away from everything coming into order. God can open it up. And that's why you got to have the expectancy. Because without expectancy, you'll let your shoulders droop. Your head will droop. you start walking around. And people have to say, what's wrong with you? Y'all, you just don't understand. I'm really going through. That's not not what we need. We need to be sprightly in our movement. Head, shoulders back. Not proud, but confident that God, hallelujah, if you humble yourself in due season, you shall be exalted. Glory to God. If you seek him first, you will be found by him. Glory to God. If you ask anything according to his will, he hears you and he will grant you that petition. Hallelujah. You have to be able to say, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made in Christ Jesus, my Lord. Glory to God. Though the enemy came against me like the flood. The spirit of the Lord lifted up a standard against the enemy. Why be cast down? Oh my soul put your hope in God. And I will yet praise thee. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Have mercy on me Lord according to your loving kindness, according to the multitude of your tender mercy. Blot out my transgression. Hallelujah. Whatever you do you can spank me. You can beat me. You can put me over here or put me over there. But don't take your spirit away from me. I need your spirit. I need your spirit. I need your spirit inside of me working with me, cleansing me, helping me to hope in you. You are the hope of glory. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Tribulations confirms and authenticates your hope in Jesus. So go through the tribulation. Hallelujah. As I close, we perceive how they serve, how they serve our probation. Faith, hope, and love serves our probation. Thank you, Jesus. Our incubation, it serves it until we're able to come forth with endurance and increase and even hope. Thank you, God. I'm incubated in my tribulation, but eventually I shall come forth. Glory to God. And you will come forth as well. You will come forth as well. Wherever you are, are around the country, I want you to say amen to this message, and I want you to tell me where you're from. I want to know where you're from. I want to pray for you. I want to continue to pray. I want to pray not only for you and family, but your city and your state. It's important that we become global, spherical, as it were. We need to start thinking bigger than, than church addresses. God has given us an opportunity to minister to the world. He's given me this city. I am the bishop of this city. He gave me the keys of the city. Amen. I bind and loose in this city. Amen. But I believe he also has other keys. I give you keys of the kingdom. That whatever you bind, I will bind. Whatever you loose, I will loose. For 25 years, I've been addressing this community from this platform somewhere in this city for 25 years straight. And there's some things I know about God. I feel like David. I was young, a young man when I came here. And now I'm older. And I've never seen the righteous forsaken. I've never seen it. Nor seed beg bread. He even touches children. When we feel like God has forgotten us, you look at what he's doing with your own children. My God, look how he works with them. Amen. I'm watching God touch our children. 
I'm watching the second, third generation. And it's a beautiful thing to see. And I just decree and declare that your leaf will not wither. And whatever you do will prosper. That is a prophetic word for your children. Your leaf will not wither. And whatever you do, it will pro you will bring forth fruit in its season. And your leaf will not wither. And whatever you do, it will prosper. God wants to bring foliage and greenery back to your life. He wants you to be whole. Hallelujah. This will pass. We're going to have some good days. We're going to have some issues. We're going to have some, some fog. But believe me, God is going to bring out his people. Stay consistent with God. Right now, stay home. Number two, stay safe. Number three, stay connected. Just because you're home doesn't mean you should lose your connections. I have vital connecting dots and points and, that I need to really nurture during this time. And I am, for many, a vital connecting dot. And that's why I try to stay open. I try to stay open, try to stay open. You need to contact me, use social media platforms and connect, connect with me. I love you and I appreciate you. I believe the heart of God is stirring up preachers and pastors and leaders. There's some things that the government can do and there's some things that they can't do. And there are things that the church can't do and there are things that the church is designed to do. I can't bring you, don't bring me in your car and tell me to be a mechanic because it'll sit there for the next 25 years. I don't work on refrigerators and microwaves and all of that. I don't do that. Thank God I have a wife that understands me and she does the cooking. If I could cook, I would have to be the total package. But what I do have is faith in God and I can pray and I can give some direction and give some hope. I'm giving you some hope right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. A brighter day is coming. Activate your expectancy. Activate it. If Christ is the hope of glory, then tap into that hope. God will bless you. If you're unsaved, in a moment I'm going to ask you to repeat after me. This is a good time to repent. If my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves. But if you don't know him, whoever calls on the name of the Lord, shall be saved. If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, Romans 10, believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, then you are saved. So repeat after me, Father, I thank you for Jesus Christ. Forgive me of all of my sins. I believe that Jesus paid the price, the penalty, through his death, burial, and resurrection for my failures and my sins. Lord Jesus, I confess you I receive you into my heart as Lord and Savior. Save me in Jesus' name. Father, fill me with your spirit, and I will live for you forever. In Jesus' name, amen. My friends, if you said that prayer, you have just been adopted into a new family. You're born again. I want you to find a church home. If you're connected with our live stream, you can stay connected with us anywhere around the country. I also want you to download the church app. Make sure you do that so you can stay abreast on what's going on here. You can even sow a seed while on that app. Amen. Thank God for the preparation time that we've had to make sure that these different, different platforms have been developed and they are maturing even now. I want to know who you are, so please make sure that you leave me a note. Leave someone on our team a note so we can communicate with you. 
God bless you and keep you as our prayer. Hallelujah. It has been a real joy to share the word of God with you. A special thank you to those who care for this ministry. No amount of financial support is too small. It is because of you this ministry is possible. To support us, go to our website at truthrevealed.org. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and share with friends. Be sure to tag us when you share at Trim Nation One. Thanks again for listening. And until next time, I'll see you at the Word of Truth Revealed.